I'm a dangerous bitch. Uh, so, <laughs> I, and I thought about it. I thought I should just go home. And my my other side of the brain that was like raging with like sex hormones was like, get it. Just go to his house and get it. Just fucking do it. So I'm at his house. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we're you know, taking our shoes off and just, like, getting acquainted. And he's like, uh, so do I look like my pictures? He's Southern. Oh. <laughs> do I look like anything like my pictures? And I am an honest person. So I said no. And he's like, he pauses and, like, frowns. And he's like, well, that's not a very nice thing to say. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying tonight. <laughs> oh, my God, he's going to fucking kill me. I have to have sex with this it person now. It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> It puts the lotion on its skin. (laughs) What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Odds and Friends. I'm your host, Noelle Blood, and this is the podcast where my friends come on and tell me the interesting stories from their lives. I am super excited to be back with some content after a few months, and I'm also really excited because my guest is my friend Nathan, who I've known since I was 14, Um, and we haven't seen each other in a couple years, but they just moved back to Omaha, so we've been spending some time together, and they are bravely sharing some of what they describe as their horror stories. So obviously this is a very, very not safe for work episode. Um, If you're not into like sex details and stuff like that, you'll want to skip this one for sure. But I thought they were very interesting and definitely great to catch up. So let's just get right into it. So why don't you introduce yourself? I'm uh, Nathan. I, uh, you know, we've been friends since uh, middle school. Yeah, since we were like 14. Yeah, eighth, so eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty old now. <laughs> um, uh, I've been, uh, but we, you know, like I've been in and out of Omaha. I've been to East Coast, West Coast, living the dream uh, and then the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> What's the nightmare? <laughs> Being poor at the, yeah. on the coast, you know, like, um, uh, I didn't notice people have been doing pronouns. Uh, I don't really subscribe to the whole gender thing, so I just uh, say non- non-binary. Oh, hey, samesies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my profile on Grindr is non-binary demon, <laughs> and my pronouns are lord and sire. <laughs> I'll try to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting how many parallels have come up in our lives since we haven't seen each other in a few years. Like, yeah, both well, got diagnosed bipolar, both mm, non-binary, yeah. like... Uh, well, you know, there's a reason why we're friends. Yeah, I think definitely. so. On, like, the same wavelength. Yeah. I remember the first time I met you, like, it was in... I don't remember the teacher's name, but her English class. Mrs. Sheets. Was that? Uh-huh. Was that Mrs. Sheets? She was the one who would wear white pants and we could see her underwear. And we used to be like, she's wearing a thong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like remember hearing your name on roll call and like, no blood. Wow. <laughs> That's a gangster. <laughs> such a gangster. Yeah. But um hot topic goth chick, such a gangster. But yeah, what else? Um I have an art degree. I went to MICA, uh, Maryland Institute College of Art in Baltimore, a uh, degree in uh painting and art history, so I'm 
living the life. You know, <laughs> making the big bucks. Making the big bucks, you know. Can't can't put my phone down. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess I want to do a little disclaimer um, before I get started in my horror stories. <laughs> uh, I am a fully fleshed out human being, not just a hole for you to come into. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I'm educated, I, like, have feelings, I have my own story, and we're just going to talk about some of the stories, um, I'm probably not so proud of, uh, definitely not so proud of, but, um, (laughs) you know, they're interesting stories, and I think, you know, we can get a giggle out of them. Yeah, we're going to talk about hookups today. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about some grinder hookups. So our, um... Are these from when you lived in New York, or are they from different places? They're from different places. One's from New York. Uh, actually, two are from New York. One's one's from upstate, one's from the city, and then one is from the Tampa Bay area, where I, oh. my mom now lives, and I would visit her and would still be horny down there. It so <laughs> didn't stop. Didn't stop. Never stops. Um, you know, I should preface, like, I am bipolar, like you mentioned, so I do have manic episodes, and those involve me being like they call it hypersexuality right and i am like insatiably horny like like there are times where i've had like sex with three different men in one day and wow. shit like that um i'm sorry can i curse yeah. i did say come earlier <laughs> that's totally fine that's totally fine okay so let's get into the first one then yeah oh well i made titles for all my stories oh yeah so um this one's called central perks <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, it's cold autumn day, New York City. Um, I'm meeting with this guy I met on Grinder. Obviously, um, we had met previously before and like hooked up. And um, he was like, he was kind of a weirdo. Like he never really talked very much. And when he did talk, it was always kind of mumbly and really quiet. And I was like, you're cute. <laughs> I like the strong silent type. <laughs> so, you know, I meet him at Central Park and it's like mid afternoon, late afternoon maybe. Um, and you know, we're obviously not talking very much and then he kinda kinda zips down my pants. We're like resting on these rocks. Was it daytime? It was daytime. Okay zips down my pants and starts like blowing me for like three seconds just like out in public out in public is that like something you've done a lot no <laughs> not like part of your deal no not part of my deal at all <laughs> mostly because of this story yeah. you know? okay. um uh you know i was young i was like let's let's try anything you know like whatever mm-hmm. i'm open so um you know yeah he blows me for like three seconds and then we kind of decide to move to another location because mm-hmm. I'm getting nervous. Yeah, and that would like, make me nervous. You know, yeah, there's families around and, like, they're not close, but they're around and I'm just like, you know, what if a kid, like, walks up to us and, you know, like, I don't know, he's not caring. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and then we, like, pass a public bathroom and he's like, let's check it out. And I'm like, oh, God. Now you're that kind of gay. You're a public bathroom sex gay. So vintage. (laughs) Thank God, though. Thank God it was locked and closed. But, um, okay, so we move on, and I'm hungry. So we go, and I haven't tried ramen in the city yet. So I was like, like, let's get ramen. Let's find a ramen place. This is the Upper East Side, so there's not a lot of restaurants. 
Um, but we do manage to find a, a ramen place. And it's, like, pretty crowded. Um, so we're kind of waiting. And he kind of eventually just goes in there and just gets ramen. I don't know how he does it. But like, we, brings it out? Yeah, he brings it out. And um, we eat it in another another location just outside. And, um, and then we go back to Central Park. Um, by this time, it's like the sun has fallen and it's dark and he wants to try it again. <laughs> and so I do. And In the bathroom? No, not in the bathroom. Oh. No, we find a, like, a little hill, kind of secluded. Mm-hmm. And I think the highway is like right next to it. Maybe not. Oh, I don't know. I don't think the highway goes through Central Park. Um, but there's, you know, it's pretty secluded. And so I'm still nervous. And so I come as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, boom, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> I wish I could come like that. Just like... No, I think I've learned to come really fast as, as a defense mechanism just to get the guy out. <laughs> I'm done. Get off me. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Um, so, um, you know, and then as we're leaving, though, there are like other people there we notice. And they're, they're, like, in the trees. And, like, I see, like, silhouettes of men just, like, in the trees just also fucking. And I'm like, oh, okay. So this is an orgy that I just participated in, Yeah, apparently. you just became part of a club. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a thing still, guys. If you... No. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... No. We're not gonna, like... <laughs> encourage people yeah, to go fuck in the park. we're not gonna encourage people to fuck in the park. I mean, Don't if you do, do it. it, at least do it protected. Yeah. Be protected. You know, bring your weapons. <laughs> nunchucks bring your nunchucks robbers and nunchucks so um you know we did the dirty deed and then we're going we're going back to his place um and then i was gonna go home after that and um so we're on the train and he's not talking more than usual he's like he's like a little more quiet and i can see in his face he's a little distressed Mm -hmm. and don't really ask him about it and um so you know, we're walking, we got off the train, we're walking to a spot, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, Wah! Oh, no! <laughs> and ramen everywhere. Oh! <laughs> That's disgusting. I feel like of all the things to vomit, yeah. like, ramen is, like, the pinkiest looking puke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was full noodles. Oh, <laughs> you know, Why? So. Was he just... I guess the ramen just didn't sit with him. Oh, God. Yeah, he didn't really explain why. I feel like vomiting in public is such a weird thing that you don't do as an adult unless you're like, I was so wasted, then you have, like, the excuse of, I was drunk so I can throw up in public. But, like, otherwise, it's just, like, get you a trash can, find a bag or something, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, no, he had no excuse. He was fully sober, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, You know, I was with him for hours, so, you know... And you were at, like... Like, I have never been to New York, but I imagine there's bathrooms at the train station that he could have stopped and vomited in. Oh, no, there are not. They're not. There are one location where there are bathrooms, and it's Coney Island. Oh, okay. Um, and they're horrible. Oh, yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no bathrooms in the train station. There's no bathrooms. Uh, I, if you ever visit New York City, I would recommend, um, you know, peeing in your hotel room mm-hmm. before you go out. There are Starbucks that will let you go, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know they're also they let everybody in, so right. they're also dirty. Yeah, as fuck. Um, yeah, so there's that guy. <laughs> it's all my favorite things: public sex and vomit. <laughs> oh wait, those are both things I 
am not down with. Yeah, that sort of ruined public sex for me. Not that I was ever, like, interested in it. Um, it's really solidified my stance Yeah. on it. You know, I'm definitely not for it. It's not for me. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to go have public sex, you know, do it safely away from children, you know. I don't know, some people thrive on, like, that danger feeling, but I, like, the closest I ever got to that was, like, in someone's bathroom at a party when I was a teenager, which is, like, so gross in retrospect. I don't know if you remember, I think you might have been there. Was it, um, was it when we were, like, drinking with that old woman? Mm, that, that older old woman, woman, yeah, yeah who had name? a very, I don't remember her name, but she had a very dirty apartment, yeah. and she was dating that, like, little troll man. yeah. Yes, in her nasty, nasty bathroom. Mm-hmm. Not the not something I'm proud of. But that's the, I yeah. I'll never I don't remember I'll never remember her name because yeah. she was like a secondary character. Yeah, she was definitely just there to facilitate underage drinking. Yeah, but um, I can't imagine like trying to do it in a park. So no. at least you've had, at least you've had an experience. You can yeah. know it's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least I know now. Um, I don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then we're going to move on to the second story. Different part um, of the country. Different part of the country. This is called uh, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Clam Chowder. <laughs> this sounds like a recipe from the Food Network. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different from New England or Manhattan Clam Chowder in that it is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Chowder. Chowder. <laughs> Chowder. Tampa Bay Clam Chowder. So... I'm in, uh, let's say, I'm in St. Petersburg. That's where our uh, Airbnb was. And um, it's like after midnight. I'm horny as fuck. I'm, you know, cruising grinder. And then I get a message from this guy. He's pretty muscular, tall. And he's, you know, we go through the rigmarole of sending each other pics. He has a big old dick. And I'm like, sign me on. <laughs> Um, so I go over to, you know, the location he sends to me and, um, you meet him and I find out it's not his house. It's a doctor's house. It's just his friend, a friend who is a doctor and the doctor's there with another man having sex in another room. (laughs) It feels like so high school to me. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, definitely. It definitely wasn't like the most romantic situation, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, and, uh, you know, uh, none of the pictures he's smiling, which I should have taken it as a red flag, but, you know, I didn't really think of it, but I find out he has some missing teeth. Oh. Um, which isn't a deal breaker for me if you have a huge cock, apparently. (laughs) I mean, the less teeth, the more, the more... What's the word? I don't know what I'm gonna say, but isn't that supposed to be a positive thing when it comes to oral sex? Like, yeah, he still had some teeth. He had no teeth. Yeah, just fewer. (laughs) But it is Florida. I'm gonna give the guy a break. Um, And then he like confesses to me he's on G. Um, Do you know what that is? G is uh, also is short for GHB, which is also short for. Oh, isn't that like a date rape drug? I guess it could be. Or am I thinking of something else? Um, I think you're... Well, there's Rufalin as a date rape drug. Okay. Which is Rufi's. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, G could be used as a date rape drug. Um, i never done it. Yeah. You know, um, he was on it. It's, uh... Maybe you can pronounce this. Gamma hydroxybutyrate? 
Yeah, gamma hydroxybutyrate. Apparently, it's a sedative that's used to treat narcolepsy. Um, hmm. You know, and the gays love it. What does um, it do for you? I have no idea. I've never done it. And um, so. But he uh, didn't explain, like, why he was on it? No, he didn't explain why he was on it, but he did explain that it did give him erectile dysfunction. So. That leads me to the second, another part of the story where he shoots an ED shot into his dick with a needle <laughs> in front of me. And he's like, it's just, this is faster than Viagra, you know? Did he like, I guess, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm so like such like, I don't, hookup culture is so foreign to me. Not like I haven't like done, you know, my share of, of slutting around, but mm-hmm. like. You haven't gone to this level. Well, and I also feel like the gay community is different. Yeah. Like than just like hetero dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, did he say like, I'm going to shoot up my dick right now? Or did he just like whip it out and do it? No, he warned me. Okay. He's like, do you, are you, you know, afraid of needles and stuff? Because I was going to say that would be the thing is like needles can be a really big deal mm-hmm. breaker for some people. You know, he was a gentleman. <laughs> just a gentleman <laughs> with fewer teeth. Yeah. <laughs> He was actually a nice guy, um, you know, but, uh, and then, so he shoots up his dick and then he's like, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. No ramen. No ramen. No ramen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just noticed that two of my stories involve food. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no ramen, you know, but he does decide to eat some clam chowder. He ruffles through the doctor's pantry and finds oh yeah clam chowder new england so it's white um and he microwaves it up starts you know slurping it up grossly by the way um and you know i have a sort of a trigger with like people eating like in a disgusting manner yeah um and he's like eating the i'm just kind of like watching him like and he's like and he's doing this all with like an erection he's well he hasn't had an erection yet um and uh, he is butt naked, though. <laughs> um, yeah, he is butt naked eating clam chowder. And then he says to me, are you going to suck this or what? And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Really? I was just, sorry, I was distracted by the clam chowder. Um, so I'm sucking his dick. He's eating clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be like the name of your autobiography. <laughs> Yeah, and um, you know, so he's, and then we start really getting into it, and like he says some weird stuff, like "call me coach," <laughs> "don't call me daddy," "call me coach," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not calling you anything, uh, but you know, you know, that's cool. I feel like. <laughs> call me daddy call me coach that's like that's like your stepdad's like hey buddy you can call me coach but never call me dad like, <laughs> yeah. what a weird what the fuck what does that even mean I don't know. call me coach I don't know. Uh, what are you like on his softball team yeah <laughs> hey coach how did i do today <laughs> did i hit a home run <laughs> Did I handle the bat really well? <laughs> it didn't drop any balls. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, and then we're doing it, and, like, he's kind of, like, I had cleaned I had cleaned out before this, you know, with an enema. So he's, like, marveling at my clean hole. He, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's also filming some part of it. Oh, did he ask consent to do that? Yeah, I oh, gave okay. him consent to do that. I don't care if you film. Just, like, don't post it. Yeah. You know, if it's for your, like, you know, jerk-off times, that's fine. Um, 
And uh, and like he's on the video, like just like look at this hole, look how clean this hole is. And to be honest, I was a little flattered. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do have a clean hole. I worked really hard for my hole. Scrubbed it out. Scrubbed it out. You know, thank you for at least recognizing that. And um, yeah, so we finish and I head to the shower. And uh, the doctor actually owns a couple dogs. Little, you know, Pomeranians or something. You know, little, little dogs. Like little yip-yip dogs. Yeah, little yip-yip dogs. And so... I, uh, I, as I head into the shower, I step on something and I look down and it's a turd. Oh. Step on a turd, so that's fun. Um, <clears throat> and he kind of just, he's very polite and picks it up. And, you know, afterwards, we like sit by the doctor's, you know, fire pit in his fancy, you know, backyard. And uh, we're just chit chatting and he's like really into me and like, you know, oh, we should meet again next time you're in Florida. I'm like, I've never seen this guy ever again. Yeah. Um, he did mention he was a felon. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure he's back in jail because of the G. Oh, I was like... <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure he failed the drug test or yeah. something. Because he... Did I actually... I, I favorited, him, favorited him on um, Grinder. You know, I do that sometimes. And uh, he's offline now. So, like... Mm. So I'm pretty sure he's... I didn't know you could favorite people on Grindr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they show shows them how far away they are from you and all that. And hmm. um Yeah. And so yeah, it kinda oh, it kinda gosh. ended nicely. It was like an alright, you know, it wasn't the worst hookup I've had. Uh but it wasn't like, you know, anything I'm proud of. Like Clearly I said. Very memorable. Yeah, very memorable. Very memorable. Um and like I said, I was only in it for the huge dick. Mm-hmm. And it was huge. I will say that, you know, some people say that, you know, they have a big dick. And, like, you know, sometimes the pictures, like, are deceiving. Mm-hmm. Um, it was as thick as my forearm. At least the thinnest part of my wrist. Wow. You know, it was pretty big. Yeah. I had, you know, I'm a, pro- I'm a professional bottom. Um, I had to, you know, really test my limits with wow. that one. But, you know, once I was open, it was fine. Um, Yeah. You know, wherever you are, mystery, toothless Florida man, I hope you're doing okay. (laughs) Thanks, coach. Thanks, coach. Good game. (laughs) Good game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And then the last story is the worst by far hookup that I've ever had. And uh, it's called the weirdest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> the weirdest penis I've ever seen. And it is a weird penis, let me tell you guys. Um, yeah, you're going to have to describe it really well since it's an audio-only medium. Yeah, I usually like to pull up a picture because people are like... I would I don't... like to see the picture. Yeah, well, it wasn't a picture of his dick specifically, oh. but you can like Google the sort of, you know... You know, I'll give you the the search terms later. Uh, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> um, so you know, it's late night. This is upstate New York. Uh, I was in the Kingston area, if in Hudson Valley, if anybody knows that. Um, uh, I told my dad I was living with my dad, and I told him uh, I was going to go jam with Simon. And Simon was my friend and bandmate at the time. And we would, you know, I would go over there and we would jam out and, like, play techno music and shit like that. And, uh, but I went out to go meet this guy. We were talking for, like, a day. 
and not that intensively. He sent me a couple pictures that were blurry, a little, you know, you know, not very descriptive. They weren't very clear pictures. Yeah. Like, it kind of, like, had, like, side of his face or, like, his face from far away in a blurry picture and, like... That seems so shady. Yeah. It wasn't, like, great judgment on my part and, like, I knew better at that point. I've been on Grindr for, like, a couple years now and I was just, like, really, really horny. Like, there's no other way to describe it other than I was, like, just, like, blinded by my libido. Yeah. Um... And so I drive, it was like 45 minute drive and I meet him at this post office in this small town. And cause he like, he's a little, he's a little sketched out from meeting people on Grindr too. And so. You know, in the safe place, which is the post the, the office. The post office at 10 at night. Yeah, <laughs> where it's safe. Yeah. So I get in there, I see him and he looks, he doesn't look like his pictures. He looks a lot older and shorter and a little not I'm not body shaming anybody, but he was a little bigger than his pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that it's ever been a problem for me. I just like, you know, people who just are like, honest. Yeah. Right? Just, you know? Yeah, exactly. I've you know, I've hooked up with big guys, um, who, you know, you know, just I know it's like tough for bigger guys and women especially, you know, like you wanna like conceal that and like cause the world is like, you know, judgmental, but I like honesty so right, if you're gonna, like, like just be confident in yourself and be true right, yeah you know? um and so we're yeah oh, okay um so like um you're meeting we, at the post office. yeah we met at the post office and we just like chatted a little bit and he's like you want to go back to my place and i'm like sure and so I follow him back to his house we get in our separate cars and this is the point in time where i can just be like I'm just going to go home and not follow him home. Yeah. And which would have been the prudent thing to do. <laughs> prudent. Yeah, prudent. But I'm not a prude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dangerous bitch. Uh, so, <laughs> and I thought about it. I thought I should just go home. And my my other side of the brain that was like raging with like sex hormones was like, get it. Just go to his house and get it. Just fucking do it. So I'm at his house <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're you know, taking our shoes off and just like getting acquainted. And he's like, uh, so do I look like my pictures? He's Southern. Oh. <laughs> do I look like anything like my pictures? And I am an honest person. So I said, no. And he's like, he pauses and like frowns. And he's like, well, that's not a very nice thing to say. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm dying tonight. <laughs> Oh my god, he's gonna fucking kill me. I have to have sex with this it person now. It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, oh, then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. You know, like, I'm just like, you know. <sighs> so we get started. Because I'm like, oh, I definitely have to have sex with this guy to, like, appease him. And... I feel like that's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, it I is. I hate how, like, everyone in our age group has a story like that. Where right. it's like, well, I was already there, so I just thought it would be easier to just do it than to try to say I don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. And there, uh, like, as I've grown up, I've been able to, like, end um, hookups just, like, in the middle of it when I feel uncomfortable. Like, recently I just pushed this guy out of me <laughs> and just said, I gotta go. <laughs> You know, and I felt proud of that. Yeah. Uh, But this was not one of those times. So, uh, thankfully, he didn't want to kiss because he was sick or something. He had a little cold. Uh, 
and uh so we're just kind of i don't know we're just kind of rubbing each other mm-hmm. and then i like kind of grab his dick just like get it over with and like we just robe and then i see it and it is you know a penis circumcised and the head is split in the middle fully split in the middle his penis head is split in the middle open like a snake tongue and i'm horrified did he do it to him like is it a bifurcation yeah yeah bifurcation i have no idea if he did it to himself if somebody else did it to him if it was born like that he didn't even warn me um and I and this, like to this day, I always ask for dick pics if I'm gonna like hook up, yeah. you know, for this very reason, because like I don't want to be blindsided like that. And I was like, I still have to keep going, because um, he's if he did it to himself, he's obviously a psychopath or something, you yeah, know, or just like into some kink that like you did not sign on for. Yeah, and so. Oh, this is the grossest part. I'm like jerking him off. Thank God I don't have to blow him. I don't have to stick it in me. Like, I'm just jerking him off. And he's having a good old time. Meanwhile, I'm just like, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. You know, hurry the fuck up. And then he comes and it kind of just oozes out. Oh, no. All I can think about is like, I don't know, like a mushroom or something? Because we just watched Fantastic Fungi. <laughs> and there's so many different types of mushrooms. And there's ones that are like inside out that like splooge their spores. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of just oozes out whatever hole he has there at the bottom of his the head of his penis. Because it's split. And, um, I usually don't like to think about this story. But it is a very, you know, a, a warning to all those out there. Um... Ask for dick pics. Yeah. You know, get the dick pics. You know, it's 2021. We're not in Victoria, England anymore. You know, we can show our ankles. We can send our dick pics. We should also, like, cons- get consent to kink. Like... Yeah. I yeah, mean, definitely. If, if he was... If it was, like, you know, something he was born with, I still feel like it's something where... I don't know. I feel like, Wouldn't yeah, the pictures... I feel like, in general, yeah, when you're consenting to hook up, you should probably be forthcoming about things that are unusual i don't know like i have a piercing or like i have a mole Mm -hmm. or like my penis is bifurcated (laughs) like (laughs) my penis is from the devil (laughs) oh oh, god yeah so i don't don't think i finished i don't think i could uh and i just got out there as, as soon as possible blocked him you know, thank God I met him at his place. Yeah. So he didn't know where I lived. Right. And, um, yeah, that was, like, that was horrible. It was the worst. That was, like, probably the worst hookup I've had. Um, and, like, yeah. I, you know, now, I, we talked about it earlier. I'm seeing this guy, and it's going really well. And I deleted Grinder, And. It's a big step. It is a big step, you know. Because I like keeping the photos. Mm-hmm. You know, once you delete it, you lose all the photos. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you know, so. Uh, but, yeah, I feel I'm you know, really happy with him. And, you know, it's only been a short time. But, like, we really connect. And, like, I'm, you know, I've had relationships in the past where there's always been this sort of imbalance of comfort that mm-hmm. I feel. Like, I don't feel like I can meet myself fully. Or, you know, they're not being themselves fully or, 
you know, so, and that's not happening here. Do you think it has something to do with, like, being, like, Nebraska nice, like, Midwest honesty versus, like, being on the coast where people have more of, like, a I'm just, I've never been on the coast, so this Mm -hmm. maybe is a dumb thing, I don't know. Or Mm -hmm. being in, like, the arts community where people maybe have more of a facade? Um, no, he's definitely not Nebraska nice because, one, he's from Georgia. Oh. And he just, he just moved here two years ago. And he's, you know, he's got an attitude, he's pretty honest Mm -hmm. about his feelings and what he wants. And, uh, and uh, so am I. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we seem to be clicking really well. Um, and I'm excited about it. And his penis is normal. His penis is normal. (laughs) It is big. (laughs) You know, I'm not a size queen. Liar. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've, 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 you know, I've been with all kinds of sizes, but you know, big is fun, you know, so... Yeah, and he's a great he's a great guy. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. Um, yeah, I'll be excited to meet him. Yeah, but I also will miss hearing about grinders. I even remember you getting catfished once. Yeah, remember back in the day. Yeah, when I, lived with I was thinking about telling some of my catfish stories, but they're very short because once I see that they're a catfish, <laughs> I'm like, no. I just remember because yeah, we were at my apartment and it was like around Christmas time or something. You were in town because it was Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'm going to meet a guy. I'm just going to go downstairs and meet him. And I'm like, okay. And like, we watched him pull up from the balcony Mm -hmm. and like a pickup truck, I think. Yeah, it was a pickup truck. And then you went downstairs and I'm pretty sure you had like gone out. You had to like call me to get let back in because you had gone out past the secure door. Yeah. Because you were were gone for like three minutes and then you rang up and I was like, what? And you're like, that's not the right guy. It's not the same guy. And I'm like, oh my God, get back up here. (laughs) Yeah, no, because he posed as this like 27 year old, like fit blonde boy. And it was a a 40, 50 year old, like fat, you know, bearded man. And I was, I opened the door and I say, no. And I close. (laughs) God, I wonder, like, how often does that work? Like, does that ever work? Yeah, like the thinking behind it is like, beyond me like because like what do you think is gonna happen like oh you're not the you know you're not the same guy oh well oh well well, i'll I'll just suck your dick yeah you know it's like no i feel unsafe now like bye yeah yeah it's like the grinder grinder culture (laughs) is very toxic and you know you really have to if you want if you're thinking you're gonna find the love of your life there it's probably not gonna happen um although i did meet this guy recently the the one i'm with now on grinder and we talked extensively on Mm -hmm. grinder and then on snapchat we talked extensively before you met and it was like nothing sexual Mm -hmm. you know we were just talking about our days our lives and you know being human beings so um yeah so like i thought you know it might work out and it's it seems to be working out fine so um, maybe the your hoeing days are over. You'll never get anywhere hoeing like that. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done hoeing. My hole is exhausted. Very clean. My though. hole in my my self esteem. You know, it's it, it was for a time there. It was really horrible for my self esteem. Yeah, I bet. Um, and it's probably like a sort of a cycle. Like you feel bad, so you do it. And yeah. Then you do it, and you feel bad. Yeah, ex- precisely. Yeah. That you know, like. 
you feel bad because you feel unloved because you don't have anybody there with you. And you're like, let me just go find somebody who will love me, at least physically, for a second. Right. And then then you do, and then they're like, and then you, you get done, and then you never talk to them again. And you're like, oh, I just want to mean for my body and blah, 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 and just sex. And like, they don't like me as a human being. And it's just like, you know, it is a vicious cycle. And, you know, I'm sure there's help out there for people who are addicted to Grindr. I actually went to the mental hospital for a little bit, and partly due to because of that whole cycle of Grindr. And, you know, it got really dangerous. It got really, you know, more dangerous than the stories that I've told you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was, like, experimenting with, like, really hard drugs. Um, we're not going to name them now, but... Um, and I just saw, I just, I have the self-awareness to see a problem mm-hmm. coming, you know. Yeah. So I wanted to nip it in the bud. I went to the mental hospital for about a week and I like, got on better meds and, you know, I'm better. I have like, um, they, you know, they really emphasize DBT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you talked about that in the past and it's great. Yeah. You know, it's really great. I it's love hard, it. but it's so helpful. Yeah. It is very helpful and it like sort of like really helped me rebuild my self esteem mm-hmm. and helped me love myself for, you know, my flaws and my um strengths. exceptional, you know, yeah. you know, my flaws and strengths, you know, like so, you know, I'm in a better place now. You know, and uh you know, that's a that's the trilogy of Nathan's <laughs> horror stories. The horror. The, the horror, horror the horror. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Nathan for sharing your stories with us. Uh, Thank you to my fiance, Michael Anderson, for composing my intro music. And thank you for listening. I have been really hurting for content, uh, not to make it sound like I don't have any more friends to talk to, but just I'm having some troubles getting people on the schedule and finding time to get more content for the show. So if you enjoy the show, if you... Think of something funny, something interesting, something sad that you would like to share with me. Please give me a shout out on Facebook or Instagram. Just look up Noelle Blood, N-O-E-L-L-E, last name is B-L-O-O-D, or noelle.blood at gmail.com, and let's get something put together. Thanks so much for listening again, and we will catch you next time.